guys. Merry Christmas. Have yourself. I hope you're having a safe Christmas. Hope you're having a healthy Christmas. Hope your travel plans are going as planned. I know there's a lot of flight cancellations out there. Mostly from Delta and United, it looks like. Uh, I've been keeping an eye on this. I got a flight tomorrow morning. Bright and early, 6 a.m., Christmas Day flight. Look who's trying to save some money on his flights. Excuse me. Um, let's see where this fucking story was. Flight times. So 9% of, of uh, United's flights are canceled. 7% of Delta's flights are canceled. I guess postponed. It's not like you're not going to fly, like you're stuck forever. It's postponed. Um, that's a pretty big number, though. And I guess it's because of sickness from the, the Omicron uh, variant. The Omicron. <clears throat> so they got to uh, cancel some flights. I don't know. Why is it unique to only two airlines, though? Is it just two airlines? Let me, let me double-check that, guys. I don't want you to get misinformed or disinformed. Uh, flight cancellations... Flight cancellations today. All right, let's give, let's let's see what Fox has to say. Right, that's where we'll get the straight scoop. <laughs> Fox News: Travelers are having a rough Christmas Eve at the airport, due in part to the coronavirus variant. Okay, yada yada yada. They say United Airlines nine percent, Delta five percent. Um, no more flight. Airlines are being named. So there must be something there must be something going around. Or maybe it's uh, vaccine requirements. I know there's a lot of workers out there who are not working because of that and we're pretending like that's not a thing. Oh, they're just supposed to be sick. Oh, a lot of people have uh, post uh, pandemic fatigue. They're just quitting their jobs and following their dreams or they're uh, refusing to get vaccinated and losing their jobs. You see the NBA, the fucking NBA, and the NFL are canceling games, uh, are postpone again, they're postponing the games due to all these COVID cases. And I want to see how many, it's like a large percentage. I don't know if it's half, um, but it's in some cases, some teams, it's the majority of the NBA COVID tracker. Now, the reason to me this is fucking crazy. Like, if you went in a time machine a year ago and, and you you outlined this situation, back when everybody was excited about the vaccine that had no side effects and was going to make sure that you didn't get the disease, remember that? If you would tell people that uh, you're going to have a, a league, 97% of the league is vaccinated for all intents and purposes, the entire league is vaccinated. They got 400 players. And right now, as I'm reading this, more than 90 players are currently in the NBA's COVID-19 health and safety protocols. That is fucking a huge number. Now, I'm no mathematician. Um, I don't claim to be rain man, but I can do a little rudimentary math. I think 90 out of 400 is... Um, 
okay, don't don't distract me. I got this. I got this. Okay, got it. It is roughly it's a two, 22%-ish, right? It's over 20% that currently, like right now, have the COVID. 20%. So the total number that have ever had it or will have it, it was going to be 80%? Like <laughs> at this one second, if a fucking quarter of the league, one out of four players has the thing and they're vaccinated, Here's how crazy things are. The Brooklyn Nets, their whole team's vaccinated, but they lose like eight out of their 12 players. They test positive. And they say, oh, well, fuck. We're going to have to let Kyrie play. <laughs> Remember Kyrie Irving wasn't allowed to play or travel with the team because he was unvaccinated, okay? So now they're desperate because all these vaccinated players are getting sick. I don't even know if they're getting sick. That's the other thing. How many of these are false positives? How much room for fuckery is there with these tests? Because are, are any of these guys sick? And that's a fair question, right? That's the first and obvious question you would ask. Like, again, if we took a time machine and like, okay, there's going to be a time where there's this deadly virus going on. It's so dangerous. we got to shut down the world and everybody who gets contracts it has to get quarantined. You would think... The first question you would have if you were notified that somebody had the crazy disease, your first question and your main concern would be, oh, my God, how are they doing? Are they all right? How sick are they? And if you found out they were not sick at all, you would go, what? I thought you said he had it. Think how crazy the world's changed in like the last two years. Like these words, these terms, these definitions that we've just come to accept. Like an asymptomatic case. That was never a thing before this shit. An asymptomatic case? That just means you don't have it. Right? Like a fucking any coronavirus before when you would get a cold or an influenza virus. You'd get, you, you were always exposed to these viruses. Right? And you could test positive at any given moment. But you didn't say you had it unless you were fucking sick. Am I remembering things inaccurately? Nope, nope, Matt. We, we always knew about asymptomatic cases. We've always been. That's always been in the lexicon. That's in no way a political buzzword that was invented two years ago to justify an insane policy. No, what are you? You're crazy. And now people are walking back the idea. Like it went from, of course the vaccines will stop you from catching the virus, you fucking conspiracy theorist. Of course the vaccine's going to stop you from spreading it. It went from that to, of course we never said it would stop transmission. Nobody ever claimed that. It's like, I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure the main selling point was it would stop transmission. Pretty sure that was all over every fucking TV station, every magazine, every newspaper. It's going to stop. Did the president say that? You will not get the thing. Not Trump. That sounded like Trump. But, you know, the guy. The, uh, God damn. Anyway, I don't want to get on the, the negative shit here about Omicron, which apparently is the cold. Why aren't we allowed to say that it's the cold? It's the fucking cold. Omicron's the cold. Has anybody died of it yet? At first, they said one guy died. It turns out he died of everything except Omicron. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had stage four cancer, was diabetic, 
um, fell down two stories of stairs, had a brain aneurysm, and uh, may have even punctured his lung. But I think he, you know, it was a, to say there were comorbidities would be uh, fair. <laughs> but uh, so there's zero deaths in the U.S. from from the cold, which is kind of what you should expect from the cold. But, you know, if you get enough jabbering heads on screens, scaring the fuck out of people, enough people, you know, we're going to. I see people on Facebook canceling their travel plans because they're afraid of the, the Omicron. All right. God bless you. If you're sick, cancel your plans, man. But what are you going to do? You're going to wait till there's a, some magical December and some hypothetical year in the future where there's no respiratory sickness going around. There's always respiratory illnesses going around in December. It always has been. There always will be. Be. You're never going to see a December in your life where there's a 0% chance you're going to get. I thought we all understood this, like sickness was a thing. And the responsibility for fighting sickness was your responsibility and your doctor's. It wasn't the government's nor the president's. <laughs> like we're blaming and giving credit to the president for illness, uh, upper respiratory. It's It's... Okay, okay, Matt, we get it. We get it, Matt. We don't want to hear about this, and we'll, we we just uh, we want to talk about uh, we want to talk about Christmas. Good. Let's talk about Christmas. Christ Mass, Merry Christmas, and oh, by the way, here's some tips for you. If you ever got some errands, some DMV shit to do, so I'm flying out tomorrow morning, six a.m. And today I'm at the grocery store buying some groceries and a bottle of Prosecco. Look who's trying to save money once again. Fuck champagne. Prosecco is the same thing. It's half or a quarter of the price, and it's Italian. I know people like French stuff better than Italian, but just go with the Prosecco. I get the Prosecco, and the clerk's like, "Where? I need your ID. Give him my ID. He's like, your ID is expired expired and I'm a little embarrassed because I know all you responsible listeners you are well aware you're cognizant of your expiration date you probably have red X's on your calendar marking off the days until it expires you get it renewed three weeks in advance congratulations you conscientious bastards me I am uh, it snuck up on me this time what can I say Pennsylvania, it's three years. Three years. You got to renew that shit. Where I'm from, a fella can have a driver's license for 10 years. For some states, it's even 20. So I'm thinking, I'm fucked. I got a 6 a.m. flight tomorrow. It's Christmas Eve. What are the odds that uh, this DMV is going to have any time? It's already 2.30 in the after fucking noon. I get to the DMV. I get to the clipboard guy, the little gatekeeper. Here's your clipboard. Fill it out. Here's your number. Wait till it's called. I don't even sit, I don't even have the paperwork filled out. And um, FJ now serving FJ seven two nine five. Get up there, pay my thirty dollars, and then she's like, "Okay, go wait for your name to be called, your number to be called again to get your photo taken." I'm not even out the little booth before my number's called again. Go to the thing, get my picture taken. Say, okay, go sit down and wait for me to call your name. I don't even get to the chair. Mr. Schneider, your thing's ready. I, from walking in the door to walking out the door with a brand new crisp 
driver's license ID with my goofy half-smiling mug on there, my too long of hair looking like a goddamn hippie. Uh, that's going to be great when I get pulled over. The total amount of time that uh, surpassed was 12 minutes. I feel like I'm lying saying that out loud. It doesn't seem possible. It takes 12 minutes to find a chair usually. you got to plan your day run. We're talking about a DMV in metropolitan Philadelphia. This is, what, the sixth largest goddamn city in the country? It's not like a little, you know, town. 12 minutes? My point is this. That's the day to do it. It's Christmas Eve. If you got nothing else going on that day and you need to get that driver's license renewed, consider doing it at 2.30 in the afternoon on Christmas Eve day. State hours. You got to check your, your local listings for your available hours. But if you can get away with it, it's a hell of an idea. And then, and then also flying on Christmas Day. This year I got my week vacation the week after Christmas. And so I was going to fly down, meet the family the day after Christmas. But I looked at those prices. I'm like, it's cheaper for my ass to fly Christmas Day and get a hotel an extra night than it is to wait. For more money-saving tips, go to mpstratus.com today. All right. That's that's my story. It, spirit willing. I'm flying Spirit Airlines. And so far as I know, they don't they don't have any cancellations or postponements. Those close cheeky bastards, though, at at Spirit, you know, you can get a, a nice deal, a cheap ticket, but here's what they get you: bags, seventy five dollars to check a fucking bag. No, 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 seventy five dollars for a carry on. That's just to carry on some fucking bag. Seventy five dollars, right? If you want to check a bag, another hundred dollars. It's like when I check luggage, it's like I'm not sure I got a hundred dollars worth of shit in that suitcase. You know what I mean? Like I think I'll just buy new shit wherever I'm going. You know, buy some new shirts, some new shorts, whatever the fuck it is, even a new pair of shoes. I buy a cheap pair of shoes for 40 fuck bucks, get a cheap pair. You could do that for 80 bucks and leave it in the hotel. You saved money. You saved instead of paying 100 to lug around your old shit. For more money saving tips, got to uh what is what does this come to? Hmm? What is I just trying to be a frugal Freddy. I'm not like you. I'm just waiting for the fucking bottom to drop out of this weird economy, you know? Just like you, like better stash away something. Before uh, we got to have wheelbarrows full of cash, go to the bread store. Right? Hey, who needs some kindling? You look at the Weimar. Is it the, the Weimar or the Weimar or the Weimar? I bet the Germans would, would pronounce it Weimar. The Weimar Republic. You know, that time period between World War One and World War Two in Germany. You know, the, the one uh, where they're... Government went a little bit off the rails, a little bit off the rails. Got a little decadent, a little decadent. So did we, though. It was the twenties. What were we gonna do? All these flappers walking around in their skirts, looking at their garters, smoking the reefer, listening to some jazz music. Things were getting a little weird in the twenties everywhere. 
invented something called a car. You know, people are driving around in fucking cars. What the fuck is How crazy was that? You know? It's horses for thousands of years. Suddenly, there's... Fucking guys wandering around. I don't know what word that was, but... I'm trying to say wandering around in these goddamn engine wheeled vehicles on like weren't they on like cobble cobble street roads no tires they weren't going fast my point is the 20s were weird all around and and in germany apparently they were especially veered uh stop me if you've heard this one before the government got a little little spend happy and they were in a lot of debt i think it was because of war reparations and probably some other reasons but they were in a bad spot and so the government decided to just print more money to pay for things right hey things cost money we need to come up with money why don't we just print more money you know and you know you can't really do that forever you can do it for a little bit but the guys in the in the weimar republic they didn't get away with it for very long because it was a few years hyperinflation hit now you've you've taken economics classes. I don't need to condescend to you, but hyperinflation is is probably not fun. It's probably uh, not fun to get a paycheck one week for two thousand dollars and wake up the next day and see that a gallon of milk now costs two thousand dollars. Kind of hurts the ego, you know what I mean, and the uh, the stomach. So people were going hungry. Uh, people were going, uh, people had literal wheelbarrows. I can never say that fucking word. Wheelbarrows. <laughs> wheelbarrows of fucking cash to buy bread. And people were setting money. It was like worth what the same value would be of any flammable piece of paper. It was basically toilet paper and uh, kindling. And... No, I don't know. That's that's like the worst case scenario because it got so weird. Here's how weird it got that this guy, Hitler, like started to make sense. <laughs> like, you know, a, a bastard that fucking crazy and clearly deranged when that's the guy that starts making sense, you're in a weird spot. Now, I don't want to judge anybody. You know, I'm not here to judge you, Germans, 1920s, 1930s Germany. It's not what I'm here for. For all I know, I would have fell for the exact same routine. I'm just saying shit had to have been pretty fucking weird. You know? Um, you know how people say, you know, it's, like, it's not what you say, it's it's how you say it. Well, in Hitler's case, it was like both. It's, like, <laughs> it's not like the substance of what he was saying was... Uh, was really good, and he just fucked up by screaming it incoherently, and that's where he he went wrong. It's like I guess he, if if you match the the evil and ugliness of your of the substance of your content with the delivery, I guess they like cancel each other out, and then it becomes really appealing. Was Hitler the first metal singer? Is that what it is? Was he hitting that same chord that like metalheads get? You know, yeah, listen to some fucking some thrash, not even thrash, it'd be death metal. 
death and black metal, I think, are the those vocals get a little guttural. Some gent, um, whatever it is, whatever floats your boat. I'm just spitballing here. But that was the Weimar Republic, and it feels like, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but because <laughs> uh, we could we could still squirrel out of this yet, but it seems like we are doing some things that might be similar, like printing money out of out of thin air, you know? and then the crypto guys are are pitching crypto as the alternative to to fiat currency. Which is a good story, you know, because nobody, hey, I have a sympathetic ear to you. If you want to sit here and bitch to me about central banks, the Federal Reserve, and the arbitrary nature of fiat currency, go ahead, Mr. Tambourine Man. Play a song for me. I'm all ears. Preach, brother. But then to go from that to, yeah, that therefore, you have to trust this fake hologram currency that is supposedly decentralized. Wink, 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 wink. And maybe it is, you know. Maybe Bitcoin is totally decentralized. There's a hard cap. It's a finite amount. The computers doing their algorithmic mining are all on the up and up, and there's no hackers. There's no fuckery involved whatsoever. Maybe. Maybe it was invented by a mysterious Japanese man whose benevolent gift to the world he just was too too cool to take credit for. He was too above it all. Maybe that's all true. It's also possible that maybe this is uh, ultimately managed by people we have no idea who they are, just like our central banks. Um, the story of how and why it has value is just that. It's a story. Nobody really understands how a Bitcoin is made. They will give you the story that they read and was explained to them, but they're really just repeating a story. Everything is built on on a story, and Bitcoin is a, is a story. And it has all the pratfalls of a fiat currency. It's not a, it's not a tangible thing. It's not a real, it's World of Warcraft gold. And I don't want to be misunderstood here because a lot of times people who bitch or criticize uh, cryptocurrency, they're just haters. A lot of them are just jealous. All these guys making money. I don't, I am not saying that. Make your money. Go get that bread. You know? I got friends that are in, in crypto. I tell them the same thing, man. Fucking make money off it. But you got to know when to sell it, though, too. That's the thing. And thank God they didn't take my advice a year ago or two, whenever it was. When it was like half of what it is now. So I'm not a fucking guy that could give you i uh, I'm not Jim Cramer. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about as far as timing. But ultimately, it appears, this is... This is a, a speculative bubble. It's a speculative bubble, and who manages it and who ultimately controls it, there's some red flags. Like, if it really was the threat to central banks that the advocates claim it to be, it would have been squashed. There would be a, a lot more resistance to it. 
And there is some value to it as a service. Like the ability to move money around anonymously and across borders is a value, but it's a service. It's not a commodity. They're trying to tie the service to a commodity and then use that commodity and then inflate that up, pump and dump. Um, It would appear so, based on what I can see. And remember, I am a retard. But here's where crypto um this is here now this is tinfoil hat time tinfoil hat time so big grain of salt from here on out what am i about what am i about what am i about to say um if there was a plan for a one world currency and all the power that that brings with it you would it would have to be a digital currency because currencies as they exist are already pretty much digital. And as more and more activity, interaction moves to cyberspace, to the digital world, it's more and more as the metaverse becomes more and more populated. And as you spend more and more of your time in the metaverse, it's going to make more sense to have digital type currency. And at a certain point, it's going to be, what are we messing around with these uh, these antiquated country currencies? Why don't we just all agree to use Bitcoin, which maybe is owned and controlled by the same cartel that owns and controls the central banks right now? It's possible. Um, again, tinfoil hat time. It's possible. Is it probable? Is it what I'm claiming is certainly happening? No. But it's suspicious, a little suspicious. And ultimately, Bitcoin is not, as it's currently constructed, it's not a competitor to the dollar because the Bitcoin is based on the dollar. The dollar is currently what backs Bitcoin. Until the day comes where you can pay your taxes with Bitcoin, the Bitcoin is denominated in dollars. You know, you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Um if you sell a bit uh, sell a bitcoin you're going to get dollars for it you know a hallmark of a fiat currency is that part of its value is is by force you force the population to use that currency through taxation so you say to, to the population hey you got to come up with 30% of your wealth every year 30% actually more you count property taxes sales tax but let's just call it 30 30% of all the wealth generated in the little system of my citizens has to be paid back to me in a one particular form of currency that's the whatever currency that is that is the currency and right now nobody's paying their taxes in bitcoin they're selling their bitcoin sure to get dollars then to pay the tax man, or they're evading taxes. God bless them if they are. But the Bitcoin is not a competitor to the dollar whatsoever. It's just another ghost for us to chase. They want us to chase ghosts, chase ghosts, while the real stuff gets gobbled up by people who know what reality is comprised of. Reality is comprised, real wealth is comprised of factory, farms, and mines. That's it. And also mines. Like brains, you know. But factory for material, things of any value, they all come from factories, farms, and mines. If they can get people to chase ghosts 
to waste all their wealth, all the labor that they've acquired into these fictitious, <laughs> fake, uh, you know, uh, metaverse digital real estate. Uh, uh, what are those NPFs? What are the fuck? Those fake art, digital art shit you could get. Get people chasing ghosts. All that energy, all that wealth, all that currency creation goes to chase ghosts, which drives the price up of the ghosts up and the price of the real things down. And you, the owners of the society or whoever you are, you gobble up all the shit that's of actual value. Now, I'm not saying China's doing it, (laughs) but some Chinese folks are definitely doing that. Maybe they're just smart. Right? They see where it's going. But everything of value comes from a factory farm or a mine. It's just there's just no way around it. Even the things that allow you to interface with the metaverse, even the things that put you into the digital world are all products of factories, farms, and mines. You know, you gotta mine the material, the metal, whether it's silver or gold. And yes, silver and gold do have practical applications and they are for sure finite. Well, 99.99999% finite. We, who knows? We could always get hit by an asteroid of pure silver or gold tomorrow. And, you know, we just added a bunch more silver to the, to the market. But in general, that shit's finite. And in the case of silver, it has a lot of industrial applications. It's a real thing. Real estate is a real thing. Oil is a real thing. Land. These are all real things. And I think the scam is to divert our attention from those real things from reality itself why am i saying real things it seems like reality itself is under attack and we're getting offered an alternative called the metaverse is that is that too tinfoily or am i going to look back at this in five years and be like how the fuck i was just spitballing it's exactly what happened man no I, i'll look back and say what a paranoid freak man he was way off i hope for the latter um i don't know but it's christmas eve guys and i've i've jabbered here for 30 minutes what have we talked about we talked about crypto reality cyber reality we even talked about christmas and and uh and oh yeah and i sincerely hope your travels are go smoothly and and if they don't i'm sure you'll find a a silver lining Huh, that's a wrap it all together with a silver lining, uh, the callback there. So hope you find your silver lining this this winter. Um, don't believe the hype. It's not going to be winter of death, or at least if it is, it's not going to be in the way they want you to believe it is. Um, there's silver linings everywhere. Silver bells. Soon it will be Christmas time. What are you looking at? I'm getting I'm getting weird looks from people, from somebody. But that's neither here nor there. You guys have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and take care of yourself, take care of each other. Later. <laughs>